Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're talking about all the topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can be lonely and isolating, which is another reason why we're here to help moms like you know that you're not alone. Now, it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor or healthcare provider with any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about all things pregnancy and life as a mom. So let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to That Pregnancy Podcast. This week, we're talking about husbands and wives sleeping in separate beds. This week, my guest host is my husband, Keith, and we're talking about how we make separate beds and separate bedrooms work for us and sharing some insights into why we prefer to sleep this way. This episode I felt was important to share right now because I saw a post in a pregnancy group on Facebook of a woman wanting to sleep in separate bedrooms and her husband insisting that they continue to sleep together, even though she's having a terrible time sleeping at night. Perhaps you've considered separate beds with a new baby on the way. Whatever the reason, sometimes it's worth exploring. As always, if you enjoy this episode, please share this with your friends and tag us if you're on Instagram. We are at Best Life Moms Club. Here's the episode. So this is a podcast episode that I have wanted to do for a long time because I feel like it's a topic that applies to a lot of couples, but most couples aren't necessarily talking about it. I think that there are a lot of couples out there that have issues sleeping together, but they seem to feel that it's necessary to sleep together because... There's kind of this unspoken rule that because you're married, you need to sleep in the same bed. And we don't feel it's the case. Do we, honey? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So Keith and I actually haven't slept in the same bed since before the kids came along. Do you actually remember how long it's been? No, just a lot of good sleeps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is a lot of good sleeps. That's a good way to say it, because the reason how this all got started was you work a lot on the road. And so all of a sudden we need to sleep together and then we both kind of get terrible night sleeps. Yeah, I mean, anybody that's, you know, used to sleeping in their bed and then has to transition to a new bed knows that, you know, there's some time to adjust Generally, that first night isn't so good and, you know, sleeping in a different bed isn't always so nice. Um, But you couple that with me being on the road, being used to sleeping with myself, you know, you used to uh, sleeping with yourself and then having to have to come back and sleep with somebody in the same bed. um, It just, there's that adjustment. And I mean, that was one thing before we had kids, but I mean, since, since having kids, I mean, you don't have the luxury of sleeping in to make up for a bad night's sleep. There's just, there's no time for that. That is so, true. <laughs> um, and I mean, the other thing is, it's not just, you know, if, if you and me laid on our back and didn't move all night, it might not be a problem. But, uh, you know, I 
I sort of sleep on my side stomach and I flip sides in the middle of the night, um, waking you up and I and, and you snore. So we both, uh, we both bring added, um, qualities to this, <laughs> to that sleep. Well, and the thing is like Keith and I actually tried doing the two separate twin extra long twin beds on the same frame and that didn't work for us either. So we actually tried to make it so that we had different mattresses, same frame, and we thought that would solve the problem. But like I could still feel him rolling and obviously I was still snoring. So um, that just didn't that didn't work for us. And I always found that like when we would sleep together for extended periods, because there are times where you'd be home for like a few months. Right. So like, and especially when you were writing your thesis, like you'd be home for four months. So like we had more than enough time to adjust to sleeping in the same bed, but I would find that I would wake up at like five in the morning. Cause you would have like rolled again and I would go and sleep in one of the spare bedrooms. Right. And so then it just kind of turned into, well, I might as well just go sleep in the other bedroom. So we've been doing this for years and it's definitely worked out well for us. Well, one of the pros is you get a good night's sleep because you're not in the same room with someone and you're not in the same bed with someone. Like I know the odd time, especially with you, like sometimes you've got like a sore back or whatnot, like you'll wake up because of that because of back issues, but generally you're not waking up because I've woken you up. So we end up getting a better night's sleep. And, you know, as Keith mentioned, before we had kids, you could sleep in like on Saturday mornings, like we would sleep into like what, nine o'clock, <laughs> unless, I, unless one of us had to go work. But, you know, now like our kids actually sleep in compared to a lot of kids, but still we're getting up at like 7.30, right? So still not the same. It keeps you more level-headed with each other. There's less arguments. For me, I don't wake up angry at you because I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and I couldn't sleep for two hours because you were snoring, you know? And I'm, I'm laying there looking at you like, please be quiet. <laughs> Figuring out how I can, you know, try to nudge you to wake you up to get you to stop and then disturb your, your sleep pattern. I mean, it's just, it's just so much easier just to have that, your own space, um, well, and remember you tried, what was it? Ross from friends, the, the rollover. Yeah. Remember <laughs> like, and then sometimes you would just like say to me, like you're snoring roll over. And then I would roll over and stop for a bit, but then I'd start back up at some point. I'd either end up on my back again or just start yeah, like back 30 seconds, like 30 seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, it's funny because you're right. We do tend to be happier with each other because we get a good night's sleep. And I always tell people when I tell them that we don't sleep in the same bed, I said, yeah, but we love each other more because we don't sleep in the same bed. Because you're right. We don't have fights over silly things because we're a little more clear minded, I guess would be the appropriate term. Like when we. And it's, it's, it's not, and it's not like we don't have that intimate time. It's like, you know, we've got plenty of time after the kids go to bed to cuddle on the couch. And generally when we go to bed and get ready for bed, I'll tuck you in and kiss you goodnight. And then when it's time to sleep, that's when we, you know, separate. Um, yeah, exactly. So the, the difference is when you actually close your eyes, you go to sleep in a different room. That's it. Right. 
Yeah. And so Keith and I are actually in the process of building an addition on our house. And we've decided that our house, which funny enough, when we bought it, we're like, this will be our forever home. Like it's big enough. It's not, not a massive house, but it's not a small house either. And so we're like, great, it's big enough. We'll just live here forever. And then we had three kids and we're like, oh my gosh, this house is way too small. Keep in mind that we have office space in our house. So that takes up some room and our rec room or what should be our rec room is Keith's office. So we don't have that extra room for the kids to roam. And we have world's smallest galley kitchen. So there are some things that need to change in this house, but anyways, so we actually have an addition on the back of our house currently. And there's a flat roof part that we noticed some water coming in the window in the dining room. And when we opened it up, we realized that basically the joists in the flat roof part have been, there's been water getting in and they are basically disintegrated to almost nothing. So they, if we didn't find this in the fall, our flat roof probably would have caved in with a snow load this winter. Would you not say? Yeah, it would have been a real possibility. Yeah. So right now our dining room is like completely closed off. Keith has built, what did you build? Two supporting walls back there. And it's just yeah. a bit of a disaster area. So we're in the process of coming up with plans for our new addition. And what was one of our priorities, honey? A proper master bedroom with with a separate bedroom for me. <laughs> <laughs> so what we've come up with is, because keep in mind, we're we are creating this house for our family. So in the new addition part, we're making it bigger than our current addition because we have a large yard and we can do that. But we've got this nice size master bedroom with an ensuite and a walk-in closet and off to the side of the master bedroom. So there two rooms are connected it's literally a bedroom. It is enough space for a queen bed and a dresser. And that's all we need. It's got a, a egress window in it as well in case of emergency, but it's not going to be a fancy room is literally for sleeping. Cause the thing is we're, we share all the other parts. We share the ensuite. We'll share the, we'll put our bedroom furniture in the master bedroom. Like Keith said, like when we go to bed, like we'll go to bed in the main master bed like usually we end up talking and stuff before we go to bed so all that happens there and then when we're going to close our eyes to go to bed he'll just go to the other bedroom so there are ways to make it work and uh because we're doing this big reno we're able to put in a pretty awesome master bedroom that will meet all of our needs so, and also in this, this, uh, Reno, we're also able to put a new bedroom in for one of the kids. It's going to be Caroline's bedroom so that everyone in the family will have their own bedroom. So we're pretty excited about that, but we just designed it for our needs and it might not seem conventional to everybody, but I think that this is actually a bit of a growing trend. Would you not agree? Have you heard of more people not sleeping in the same beds as their spouse? Yeah, there's a, I've got quite a few friends. I mean, especially in the business. I mean, um, there's quite a few people that travel quite a bit that don't sleep in the same room as their spouse. Um, and a lot of the times that's because they, it's the guy that snores 
not the not the wife. <laughs> well, you snore sometimes <laughs> but, too, but yeah, I, occasionally, I guess. Yeah. But um, no, I think it's something that people are realizing this. You, you know preconception that you have to do that is exactly that it's a you know perceived notion that you know if you don't sleep in the same bed you don't love each other and it's just crazy so it's funny the first couple i know or i've known of that don't sleep in the same bedroom are actually my parents so i'll tell you the story of my parents my parents have a three-bedroom house. So growing up, Kaylee, my sister, had a bedroom. I had a bedroom. And my parents shared a bedroom. And even though they ended up getting, like, a king-size bed, they my mom was still having, like, just terrible sleep. And for a long time, they actually slept in a double bed. I'm not sure how they did that, but it, they slept in a double bed for a long time. So then I went away to university, and my mom used to get up in the middle of the night and go sleep on the couch, right? And then one night, she saw my empty bed there, and she was like, oh, well, why don't I just go sleep in Amanda's room because she's not home? So my mom went and slept in my bed, and she said that was the first good night's sleep she'd had in like 20 years. And and my mom actually thought she had sleep apnea or some sort of sleep problem. She had gone and done... Uh, to sleep clinics and done testing to find out what the problem was because she always felt so exhausted. And the problem was she wasn't getting a good night's sleep and she hadn't been getting a good night's sleep basically since Kaylee and I were born. So this kind of was a game changer for my parents and my parents still to this day, my mom actually sleeps in my old bedroom still. And my dad sleeps in the master bedroom and they've got a very good relationship. So I guess that kind of set the standard for Keith and I to go, okay, well, if they can do it and be happy, then we can do it and also be happy. And I think it's actually probably one of the best things that we've done because you're right. Both of us feel like we have the energy to do things. We love each other more because I think we're a little more patient. And now that we have kids, I think I'm actually probably more patient with the kids because I've gotten a good night's sleep because our kids sleep through the night, right? Because the boys are four, Caroline's two. So it's less likely that someone's getting up. It happens few and far between. And my, my parents are the same way. I mean, it, it, it wasn't an extra bed that made my parents finally start sleeping in separate rooms. It was when my dad had skin cancer. You know, thankfully he's okay now, but there was a full year where he was going through treatments where he'd be up half the night sleep during the day, you know, his sleep patterns were completely off and my mother was still working. So they had to figure something out and I wasn't in the house anymore. So they moved my, my mom actually into my room, um, my old room, <laughs> funny enough, similar to you. <laughs> and um, they, they got better night sleep. And it, it, you know, they, they, they talk quite honestly about it. They're like, if we had the space when we were younger, we probably would have done it if we realized we'd get that, you know, that much better of a rest at night. Because it makes a huge difference to your mental stability, outlook, patience, energy level, you know, your ability to just get things done in your waking hours because you're not, you're not tired. You're not craving sleep. Yeah, I totally forgot that your parents do the same thing. Yeah. But and they've done it for a long time because that happened when you were in university. So kind yeah, of around the same time that my parents start 
started to not sleep in the same bed. Your parents were also not sleeping in the same bed for different reasons, but still doing the same thing. And again, yep. they've both, both of those couples have been married for like 40 years. So you can still be happy and married and not sleeping in the same bed. So let's talk about sex. And I am, <laughs> I am saying this because I know my mom listens to the podcast. So mom, turn off the podcast. Uh, and other people that we know listen and might not want to listen to this. So I think there's this misconception that because you're not sleeping in the same bed that you're not having sex which i think is probably the complete opposite because i think because we're not tired and exhausted from not getting sleep we probably have more sex than someone who's chronically exhausted just a theory of mine yeah we're not angry at each other for the other person keeping them awake the night before you know you like you said you don't you're not more inclined to have those little fights you're not bitter at the person because you had to suffer through the day because you didn't get enough sleep. You're just generally in a better mood and that generally leads to a better life in general and that being including a better sex life. Yeah, because once the kids are in bed, so our kids lately, they've been sleeping by like 9.30, but but uh, even then, like we still don't go to bed till later. So that leaves a lot of alone time. And because you're not exhausted, like we can go to bed at 1130 at night and still get up at 730 and get eight hours sleep. Right. Because the kids are usually up around 730. So when you sleep in the separate rooms and you get a good night's sleep, like you can kind of plan around your sex life. And when like based on when your kids go to sleep and when your kids are getting up to make sure you're still getting a good night's sleep and can fulfill your natural desires. Exactly. Uh, it definitely does not create a hindrance on sex. Like we said, if anything, I think it actually makes it better for your sex life. The whole tucking each other into bed, like you and I have made a point, like even if one of us is going to bed early for whatever reason, like we will tuck the other person in to bed. So we'll still have that one-on-one -on -one time where you're in bed, you're lying together, you, you know, snuggle, kiss, whatever. And that's always really worked for us. Wouldn't you not agree? Yeah, it's, li it's literally at that point where you kiss your partner goodnight. When I kiss you goodnight and I'm about to roll over to shut my eyes, that's when I leave. Everything yeah. else before that stays the same. Um, the only difference is, like we keep saying, you have more energy to just be happier. And most so. of the time when we, we have intentionally kind of set the same bedtime, right? So it's not too often that one of us will go to bed early um, or one of us will stay up later. Like we kind of go to bed at the same time and get up at the same time so that we're kind of in sync when it comes to stuff like that. So yeah, you're right. It's literally the time that you would close your eyes is when you just leave and the lights go off and I... I uh, close my eyes and go to bed. So there's really not, there's no difference. And once our ultimate master suite is done, then it'll be literally like roll, roll out and walk a few feet to the next bed. So is there anything else that you love about not sharing the same bed that we missed? Uh, no, I don't think so. So I'm just, saying this to, I know there's a lot of pe couples that struggle with this. 
sit down, talk about it. It's okay if this is for you. You don't even have to tell people. We're pretty open about not sharing a bed. Um, because, and I think I tell people so that if there's other people suffering and not getting sleep, they realize that it's okay. And there have been a couple of times where I've told someone that we don't sleep in the same bed and they've gone, really? They're like, I've been thinking about doing that. And, you know, I haven't done it because I think that I can't do it or, you know, and then I usually talk to that person and tell them the benefits, why we like doing that talk about my parents and stuff. Basically the chat that we just had right now is what I tell them. So I hope that this helps somebody. And uh, if you have any questions, I can answer them for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.